Welcome to the Property Nomads podcast and we are going to pay homage to the World Cup with this episode. We're going to look back at the time we spent in Brazil, specifically at Belo Horizonte, to watch England versus Costa Rica back in 2014. I appreciate Qatar 2022, you know, maybe good or bad for some people, depends on how you want to look at everything ethically. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to reflect on meeting or achieving a bucket list item back in the day. So for those that are familiar with with our trip to Brazil, uh, it all started in 2010. Uh, there was three of us. We were sat on the beach in Brighton. We just finished university. Last exam done. Gorgeous weather. The World Cup in South Africa uh, was just about to start. And we were sat down and we said, ah, oh, you know, it would be so cool to go and see England in the World Cup. Um, you know, should we look to save and go to Brazil? Because Brazil had already been given the permission to host the 2014 World Cup. We sat there and you know, we had some ice cream and we said, you know what, actually, yeah, let's do it. Now, we didn't know property at the time, didn't know anything like that, fresh-faced, just out of university, didn't even have our results yet. And we yeah, done the traditional thing of let's save up, let's go, let's do it that way. So our, over, over the next couple of years, we just kept saving cash. We saved really hard, we done really well. And... In terms of getting World Cup tickets, it was quite straightforward. Now, this is a myth that people sometimes have because people keep wondering and they keep thinking, you know, you guys get so lucky with some of the, the things that you've done, some of the activities that you've been to. How did you get tickets for this? How did you get tickets for that? Well, I loved going to gigs as a kid uh, when I was growing up in my teens and getting gig tickets was always good fun. Especially, you know, a night in Brixton Academy when you're 15, 16, 17. It is cracking. It really, really is. So getting hold of tickets is not a problem. In terms of, it's, it's almost a case if you need to know where to go. And this was no different. What we found from World Cup in Brazil was that every fan could enter, or every international fan, you could enter a ballot. So you could basically pop, pop your name into a hat. And if you, if you got lucky, you got tickets. Like everyone else, you know, World Cup final tickets at the world famous Maracan Art, that would be absolutely perfect. Plus, uh, the final was on my birthday of 13th of July. So it would have been, you know, the dreams start coming. England win the World Cup in Brazil on my birthday. Brilliant. And we thought, well, once England are qualified, let's at least try and get England tickets. Now, England have been placed in a group with Italy, Uruguay and, and Costa Rica. On paper, you look at that group and go, Italy's tough. Uruguay yet yeah, can be quite tough. Costa Rica, not an issue. Everyone will beat them. No problem. But because we decided to stay in Rio de Janeiro for the duration of the World Cup, it was a lot easier to get tickets for the England-Costa Rica game. So that was the, the final group game for England. And it was in a place called Belo Horizonte, about seven hours by coach. Easy. So we just popped our name in, into the ballot and we ended up getting tickets for England-Costa Rica. Absolutely brilliant. That, that was a really cool day. And that's all we've done. There's no secret sauce. We pop, popped our names in, got the tickets, got allocated the tickets. Uh, and we also got allocated uh, some quarterfinal tickets at the Maracanã, uh, which ended up being France against Germany. Didn't end up with World Cup final tickets, unfortunately. All of that being said, we got to Brazil and we were nestled, you know, settled in Rio because we stayed there for six weeks. And by the time we got round to the England-Costa Rica game, uh, fair to say that things hadn't quite turned out as we would have hoped them to have turned out. And what I mean by that 
is that in a nutshell, Costa Rica had outperformed expectations and England hadn't done so well. So by the time we got round to go into this game, which again, on paper, you think, great, you know, we're going to have already have qualified from the group or there's going to be something riding on the game. It's going to be a great atmosphere. Costa Rica are going to be at the World Cup, not a problem. We turned up and Costa Rica had already qualified from the group because they'd beaten Italy and Uruguay, unbelievably, and England had lost against Uruguay and Italy. So England were already out. It didn't matter what they'd done. Costa Rica had already qualified from the group. So the game itself, the atmosphere itself was, certainly from an England fan's point of view, it was a damp squib. It, it was, I'm not going to say it was bad because I don't think that's fair because we were ticking something off our bucket list, but it was subdued. That's probably the best word. But it was a very subdued atmosphere for that reason. We were mingling with the England fans. We were having a chat with them. You know, they were obviously no one's very happy. You know, you lose, lose your opening two games. You're going home from the World Cup. You know, you want to obviously do much better than we did. And the Costa Rica fans were loving it. You know, they understandably so. They, they qualified from the group. They played good football. The game itself was terrible. It finished nil-nil. I take solace from the fact that we held Costa Rica to a draw and we were the only team in the group to do that. But also the fact that we saw Gerard, Stephen Gerrard and Frank Lampard's last games in an England shirt. And, and that means something. Obviously, being a Liverpool fan, you know, watching Stevie G is always a delight. The other reason why it was a bit odd was that rather than stay in Belo Horizonte because of all the expenses involved with, with the hotels, they were quite expensive, we decided to get a bus from Rio. So we got an overnight bus from Rio, got into Belo Horizonte at six or seven o'clock in the morning, spent most of the day walking around and sleeping in the parks. Probably looked like a few homeless people, but there was a lot of other England fans doing the same thing as well. I got to the game, had a couple of beers. It, again, it was it was an okay atmosphere on the outside because of Costa Rica fans having a good time. The England fans were a little bit miserable and all, all of us looked sunburnt as well. The game itself wasn't that good, nil-nil. Uh, and that same night, we got a night bus back to Rio de Janeiro. So overall, we were very tired for this experience. And I, I keep looking back at it and I keep thinking that when, when you sit down and write your bucket list, and that could be whatever it is. You know, for us, it's, or it's a lot of football stuff, but it's also, you know, a lot of other travel-related stuff, like going to Antarctica, uh, seeing a blue whale, you know, in, in their natural habitat. I'd love to see that. But watching England at a major tournament was up on the list of things to do. Obviously, seeing England win a major tournament is probably number one or two on my, you know, absolute, I'd love to see that before I die list. The other one being to see New York Jets win Super Bowl. That would be... The sport would be complete if that when that happens. So when I look back on it, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to go to the game, the opportunity to experience a new city, uh, the opportunity to experience a new country, and to to be able to afford that opportunity as well. I don't remember how what the investment was into the tickets. I don't remember that. But when I look back, when I look back on it, could it have been better? Yes, because it could have been a carnival atmosphere and England could have qualified, blah, 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 blah. But that's, that's the way the cookie crumbles. You know, we, were all, we were already knocked out. Costa Rica had already gone through. We held them to a nil-nil. It wasn't a great game of football, but we'd achieved something off of the bucket list. And that's sometimes when you do something like that, then that's almost as important as anything else. Achieving something, that sense of 
of I've set out and we've we've achieved this. We have again, this is before property. We worked hard. We saved hard. We put our cash into going away to a different country to watch our our country, our team, our nation participate in this event. And yeah, it was it was shite. <laughs> Not ideal to, to say the least. So it, it, it is what it is. But the bucket list was complete. The next thing on bucket list regarding a World Cup would be two things. Number one, I'd love to see England win a World Cup. That would be, I mean, the whole country would go absolute potty for, for weeks and weeks and weeks. But I'd love to go and see a World Cup final. But now as time progress, you start to get into that beast of, you know, am I prepared to pay three, two, three, four thousand pounds, whatever it is, to go to a World Cup final? Do I agree with the fact of how much money there is in football nowadays? Do I agree that if I pay for a World Cup final ticket, I'm effectively becoming FIFA's bitch? I don't know. I'm going to have to wrestle with that as, as time moves forward. But that is the next thing on bucket list is to see a World Cup final. Because that would be, to, to say you were there, uh, that experience is, is something to start home about. And as we go through the episodes, it, it pains me to even think about having to record this episode. But we were, we were at the Euro 2021 final, uh, England-Italy. And I've never watched a game back. I don't want to. Uh, being able to talk about it is going to be difficult enough to, to know that England were that close to you know, a major final victory. But we'll deal with that episode in a few months' time. So the game itself... In Belo Horizonte, you know, not a great experience from that point of view. But when we look at it and go, actually, do you know what? We we got something off of our bucket list that meant something to us. And, you know, you listening to this, you're going to have things on your bucket list that mean something to you. And hey, life doesn't always pan out how we want it to pan out. But if you've achieved something on your bucket list or you're working towards achieving something on your bucket list, keep going, be strong. You know, once you get there, there will be a sense of achievement. Talking of major finals, uh, next week's episode, uh, we ended up uh, randomly in, in Baku in Azerbaijan. because We've always wanted to see a major domestic European final. And it just so happens, through a ticket ballot, uh, we got given tickets to the Europa League final in 2019. And that happened to be in Azerbaijan. So join us next week for Baku, Azerbaijan. That's for the way you go.